Your sensors are correct. Do not adjust your heading. Your heading. You've discovered the Omega Particle. Streaming to the Alpha Quadrant and beyond. 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 Here's your host. The anchorman of the Federation. The doctor of Dilithium. This is Jonathan Wiegand. Welcome to the Omega Particle Podcast, and we are good to be back. Uh, good night. How It's been a while, huh, Luna? Uh, that's Luna the intern, everybody, and I am your gr- gracious and humble host, Jonathan Weekend. Uh, we're back and thriving from the Maine wilderness, yeah, so we took some uh, much-needed vacation time. We visited some family in Maine, in the mid-coast, and it was absolutely gorgeous, Um it was really around like the uh, Camden area, so I won't I won't go into too much detail, but beautiful area of the country, and boy, it was just <laughs> it was a wild time. Uh, enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, I, I would say so, Lynn. It was good to take some time off. Uh, you know, we've been producing a weekly episode since November, first week of November, so it was good to kind of take some mental break and relax a little bit. So thank you so much for your patience and understanding and. And I'll say I, I've done a lot in my life. You know, I've um, I've ran marathons. Speaking of Maine, we we climbed Mount Katahdin, which if you didn't know, and you're not in the U.S., that's the end of a very long hiking trail called the Appalachian Trail. And I've even, um, you know, I've traveled to the jungle in Honduras before, but nothing compares to flying with a small child. <laughs> it's I wouldn't say it's the most stressful thing I've done, but it definitely is exhausting. And I have to say, or our little man did awesome. He awesome off the charts. He did great. So much iPad time, gummy worms, whatever. It was awesome. He he did great. So um, and I and the funny thing is I didn't fly until I was eighteen. Did you know that, Luna? Yeah. So he's he's definitely got me beat. So anyway, that's what's kind of been going on with me. I mean, I before we went on vacation, I was dealing with sickness. And like my voice was everywhere and it's just, it was good to take a couple times off. So that's another good, important lesson, everybody to kind of prioritize mental health and, and take some breaks in your own life. But boy, since we've been gone, talk about a lot of freaking news that's been happening. My goodness, there's been a lot going on. But the number one story that I keep hearing and the number one issue I keep hearing about is this writer strike that's happening for the Writers Guild of America. And we're going to condense that. We're going to call it the WGA for, for the rest of the episode. But this writer strike and, and how does it affect Star Trek? Because the number one thing I've gotten from people on Twitter, on Instagram is, hey, are we going to get Star Trek in 2023? What about 2024? And we're going to answer all of those questions today. We're going to go deep dive into how it specifically affects you, the Star Trek fan, and you know what um, What you think about it, you know, is that good for them to be striking? What are they fighting for? So we're going to go into a little bit of that today. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, this isn't pure Star Trek. We want a Vulcan episode. <laughs> I don't, do people talk like that? I don't, my fans don't talk like that. There's also some other news too. Like, for example, we had those awesome Lower Decks Strange New World live action crossover episode picks leak. I personally am excited about it. It looks good. And plus we have Frakes directing the episode. So 
I think it's going to work, and we'll just have to see. There was a new Star Trek game called Resurgence that was released. From what I've heard, some of the reviews are good, some are not. It just really depends on what you go to, but if you, I think it's on all platforms right now. So if you want to go check that out, please do, and let me know what you think. But let's get into it, Luna. We're going to go into the strike and how it affects us Trekkies. So Luna, let's light this candle. So around the beginning of the month of May uh, 2023, we're still in the month of May 2023, uh, the Writers Guild of America, the WGA, uh, declared a strike. So it put halt on any writing work you know, for Guild members, which is pretty much every writer's room in Hollywood. And it's, it's going to definitely impact the industry. I don't know if you guys remember the writer's strike of 2000, I think it was 2008, Luna. And it kind of halted a lot of things and for about... For about a year or so, it was kind of really hard to get things out and, and to get new movies. I remember the, the office was delayed. There's And, I mean, I think that season two of Star Trek, TNG, was also delayed and shortened as well because of the writer's strike in the 80s. So this has kind of been going on for several decades, you know, after a while. So what what exactly are they striking about? And so according to the WGA, you know, changes in the industry over the past decade have resulted in, you know, the writer's inflation pay going down. And they say it's gone down about 23%. So I would say welcome to the club. (laughs) Just kidding. Wages have gone down and it just inflation's up there in the United States. So it just doesn't seem like our dollars going as far. There's a lot of reasons why that's more of an economic reason, not really a Trekkie reason we're going to get into. And for, I'm sure you guys listen to your other podcasts and news stories for that. But I do agree. I mean, I can sympathize with uh, the writers there that their pay is not going up. It's actually going down. And they're concerned about these smaller rooms and these smaller writing areas that don't get as much money and residuals. And speaking of residuals, that's really what the issue is. So apparently it comes down to streaming sources. So they get paid the same no matter if the show is kind of like a squid games you know which becomes the most downloaded show in the world and has billions of hours like watched they get paid the same even if it's a major hit or if it's nothing so it's i kind of can see i'm like okay so if i like bust my butt and the and the writer's room work our tails off you know we make this amazing crazy awesome show and it takes off well, there's no incentive for us to do that. If we're just simply paid to produce, it doesn't matter the quality and it becomes a factory line. So I understand the the need for them to be like, hey, we want some of that sweet residual money on streaming services. So totally cool. I, I've, I'm down with the with the struggle. <laughs> I don't I'm an accountant, Luda. We don't write anything. I write scripts, or you write the scripts. Are you a member of WGA? Should I have to be worried you're gonna strike them? I'm just kidding just kidding um anyway so there's been a lot of um, picketing you know and especially in la and los angeles and according to kind of like the union rules no wga members are allowed to do anything with the strikes and they can't even negotiate until the strike is completely over i found this out doing some research for this episode so the strange new worlds writer and he's actually a strike captain bill walkoff 
is actually leading the charge. So the Trekkies are leading by example. We're kind of saying, hey, injustice here. We, we want to be paid fairly for our work and we want to be compensated, you know, if the shows get super famous. And I totally understand that. And like I mentioned before, um, in 2008, there was a 14-week strike that happened. It even happened during the 2009 Star Trek movie that was J.J. Um, Abrams' first you know, iteration of the Trek franchise, and that was also being picketed at the time, and too bad it wasn't <laughs> delayed and the project wasn't scrapped. I'm kidding. If you like the new movies, that's fine. Just poking some fun. And so since this strike has just started, it's really unknown how long it's going to last and how much of an impact it's really going to have on the industry. And it's no surprise, you know, they've been, studios have been planning around it and they've been kind of banking scripts, apparently. That's kind of what's come out, that they've been kind of just getting as many scripts as possible so they can keep producing data and keep producing shows. So um, that's interesting. But specifically for Star Trek, the 2023 slate of Star Trek shows, you know, this year um, aren't going to be impacted because, you know, the writing's already done, number one. They're, they're probably already almost done with post-production, and, you know, the shows are going to be okay. So 2023, we made it. <laughs> we, we will have our Trekkie shows, which are going to be a lot. We have Prodigy. We have uh, Discovery. We have Strange New Worlds. We just got their Picard. So we're, we're going to have plenty of content, folks, so don't don't worry about that. And and speaking of animation, specifically animation, so this WGA contract really only applies to live action and feature films. So there's going to be no impact whatsoever, even if the strike goes for six months, on you know writing of season two of Prodigy and writing for the fifth season of Lower Decks. So I have learned you know that the season two of Prodigy has already been completely written. And that was done last year, so we're good. Writing for the fifth season of Lower Decks is still underway, but they're they're both still under contract with the uh, a place called the the Animation Guild or TAG. So that contract is still current and valid. However, that doesn't stop the uh, the Trekkies getting out there. We had a uh, co-executive producer, Aaron Watcliffe, uh, show to solidarity with the writers and went out and picketed with them so that that's cool and the funny thing is and and i was kind of researching shows specific trek shows that are coming out so we know animation is safe but what about strange new world season three so they could actually potentially shoot during the strike so that this whole wga strike applies to writers you know obviously working on the live action star trek project so and there's a couple projects, you know, that are out there right now. We, we have Strange New Worlds and Starfield Academy and Section 31 TV movie. As of today, no new writing can be done on any of these shows until a new contract is negotiated. They're literally just dead in the water right now. And I mean, I don't know if you have Twitter and Instagram, but a number of, of Star Trek writers have taken this to social media, kind of show their support. We've had a couple showrunners, especially from Stranger New Worlds, come out and say, uh, hey, we support you guys. And even though, you know, our show's coming out June 15th, the second season, we, we still support you. And the funny thing is, is that the show for season three, the filming could still be produced, even though 
the writing is finished and the production is going forward, they just literally could not make any edits to the script. That's kind of the rule. So we have 10 scripts for season three, apparently. We don't know, but that that's the rumor mill is that there's 10 scripts for season three of Strange New Worlds. And, and they could theoretically just do it and film it and go into post-production, but they literally can't edit anything in the writing. So that's kind of kind of awkward because normally you know they have writers on set and they work with the cast and crew and kind of go through things and, and change scripts on the fly and this and that, but they wouldn't be able to do that. And so the show is actually produced in Canada, so there's not going to be a lot of picketing or people like that. It's mainly in L.A. and, and New York. So to me, I think it would be smart for Paramount to kind of delay production of season three. And I hate to say that as a Star Trek fan because, you know, I want that sweet content. But at the same time, I think that kind of onset flexibility is important. You know, like you really don't know what you've written and how it's going to flow, how it's going to sound until you're like in the thick of it (laughs) and not being able to make edits and you're already spending all this money and time and effort into making a show that it could it could go downhill very fast and could be a terrible terrible season so i mean especially if there's additional strikes after that so i think it would just be good to just hold production because for me it's not really about quantity it's about quality and would i be willing to wait an extra six to eight months for a strange new worlds season three absolutely absolutely i think that would be totally worth it because If it's amazing, like just think, if you had to wait an extra six months for Picard season three and you knew it was going to be a banger like it is, wouldn't you wait? I would wait. So we really don't know yet what's going to happen and and what Paramount's going to do and and how they're going to, if they're going to start production or not. We will say this, there was a a kind of a news bulletin that came out and said that uh, the actors union, SAG, advised members to continue to work on projects that were in production during the strike and that the union even suggests, you know, members could walk the picket lines to show solidarity during their non-working hours. And uh, we saw Anson Mount do that on social media and saying he stood with the WGA and fighting the man. I just don't know. I Let me know what you think, whether in comments or, or DMs, messages, like, do you think we should hold production or do you think we should... Just go ahead and wing it, and hopefully we'll get something good. <laughs> so I think it's a it's a high risk, high reward, and or I should say high risk, low reward. To be honest with you, and, and moving on to another great Star Trek show, which is uh, my least favorite show, just if I'm just being honest, and that's Discovery. And um, it's still looking like Discovery season five, which is the last season of the show, should arrive still on schedule in 2024 because they wrapped up in late 2022 and. The only wrinkle with this whole Discovery Season 5 is that they planned an extended season finale because they changed at the last second. Hey, this is actually going to be the last season of the show, so there could be additional scenes that need to work to make the series kind of wrap up and be a, a nice finale, so we don't know. And, I mean, kind of like I mentioned with Strange New Worlds, Discovery is shot in Toronto, I'm sure, you know, with this strike was highly anticipated. It's like I mentioned before, Paramount definitely probably had a couple scripts for any new scenes that they're probably already complete and they're just there just in case they need to. Um, 
The reshoots for Discovery Season 5 were announced two months ago and probably already complete, ready to be shot well ahead the Season 5 debut in early 2024. So it looks like we're still going to get it, even with those new scenes, to wrap up the series finale. So, so that's cool. So we're good for that. However, some negative effects are that we are completely paused on Starfleet Academy. So that's another show that we've been confirmed that we're getting. It's going to be a live action show. And so the writer's room was super active. They were burning the midnight oil on Starfleet Academy. Now it's all stopped. The only thing they can do now is like producing work on the sheet on the series during the strike. So there's really nothing they can get to do. And production for the Academy show set to start in early 2024. And I mean, they could potentially stick to that schedule by making up time after the strike ends, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon. So in the case of a prolonged strike, you know, the production schedule would have to be moved back and they'd have to push the release. And Paramount hasn't released any official target anyway, so I totally get that. So there's kind of like a moving the goalpost per se, like there hasn't been an official date. So we're just kind of kind of keep pushing the the goalpost out and out and out. So I do I wouldn't expect Starfleet Academy anytime soon. Probably anything done with that. I mean they're not even in writing, so obviously production's not even even completed or anywhere near. However, again, a lot of the Starfleet Academy people have um, which I, I found out so Tawny Newsome, who does the voice of Mariner and Lower Decks, apparently she's a Starfleet Academy writer. And I thought that was really funny. So she's been out there picketing with the WGA. So that's awesome. And moving on to another project, which we're, oh, I know the Trekkie people are all excited about. And that's the kind of the Section 31 movie. And I know it's kind of a big deal because Michelle Yu won Best Actress um, this past Oscar season. And so we're pivoting away from a series and now it's going into a TV movie. And I know Paramount is hoping to kind of get production to be later this year and they've um originally set up the writer's room all the way back in 2020 so they've probably been having a lot of scripts a lot of back and forth a lot of editing for the past couple of years and very good point luna so i was reading on a couple of uh, blogs and forums you know so for a film project to get a green light usually already has a completed script or a draft of a completed script so um and then they, that's how they do the budgets and they base it on the set pieces visual effects, et cetera, et cetera. So they can kind of plan out exactly how much it's going to cost and then how much revenue they could make and, you know, getting it all to these forecasting and budgeting stuff, which is my bread and butter. And I mean, the, the, again, kind of like with uh, Strange New World season three, if there's any rewrites or updates, it's going to have to wait. And now, especially with Michelle Yu's busy schedule, I, I definitely think Paramount's going to be super motivated to keep their plan. But they don't want to risk losing this Oscar-winning star. Like, she's the the cat's meow right now, so they're not going to want to risk losing her and, and going to another project. So I definitely think Paramount's going to push and push to keep this schedule for Section 31 TV movie that's supposed to be coming out. And speaking of movies, I know this illustrious and elusive Star Trek Four film, you know, it's kind of been teased more than a fat kid in middle school raising my hand I was a fat kid in middle school so I can say that joke <laughs> looks like it's not gonna be happening again I know they've been doubting a script but 
I definitely don't think Paramount's going to move ahead with a project. You know, there's bigger issues to deal with with that whole Star Trek IV project than just the WGA strike. I, I just don't think they're going to make another Star Trek IV movie entirely, and if they do, give it to Terry Milatis and let him run it. And speaking of Terry Milatis, so with the WGA strike, there is no developing new projects like our beloved idea, Star Trek Legacy. <laughs> so meetings you know, re regarding new projects are disallowed under the strike rules. And that covers any new pitches for films or scripted television. Well, I mean, there wasn't really an ind any indication besides, you know, that whole, like, setup for a legacy show or a continuation of the Enterprise show at the end of Picard Season 3. It was it's just a layup, like a sweet baby kiss <laughs> of a layup to be like, please take it and run this show so we can make hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, they're setting it up perfectly but there's been no official sign that Paramount was ready to move forward on development of the show. So it's, it's obviously put a pause on everything. So we really just have to wait, sadly. Again, Terry Milatis is showing his support on Twitter. It just seems like every single Star Trek person is down for the strike, and that's perfectly fine. I totally understand the reasons for it. It's just funny. Like, there's everyone's coming out of the ward working, be like, yeah, suck it, Netflix, which... I don't like Netflix, that whole freaking thing where they charge you $8 a month because somebody else is like, my, my good friend is in Georgia and he's been on my account since 2012 <laughs> and now I had to kick him off. And if you're listening, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but I just, I just hate that because it's like, it literally doubles the cost of it. And it's just so stupid. And hopefully it burns Netflix in the butt. Anyway, that we're getting sidetracked again, but it seems like to me that if the strike continues, it could get worse. Any, I mean, any short strike, if it lasts, you know, two months, three months, I mean, it's probably not going to have a, a super large impact on Star Trek, but the longer it goes, if it starts going through summer, starts getting into the fall, it's going to be a real big delay in upcoming productions. I mean, Strange New World Season 3. I mean, it'll probably start leaking over into the tag contracts, you know, the Animation Guild's contracts. It it could get pretty bad where we might have a period of time where we have no Star Trek. And I know some loyalists of, you know, the Silver Age of Star Trek, as I call it, the uh, TNG DS9 Voyager people are like, yeah, good, no new Star Trek. <laughs> but I, I think that would be sad. And... I know a lot of these studios, again, speaking, and that's the funny thing. So these these, these WAG people, not WAG, WGA people are protesting and striking because they feel like their wages are getting lower and lower in these inflation. They're not getting the residuals they, they feel like they rightly deserve. But at the same time, these studios are under pressure because they're trying to cut costs. I think the studios are going to cave. Like I said, it's really... A big fear in Hollywood right now is that this could just be the first of multiple strikes. You know, you have the Actors Guild, the SAG, and you have the Directors Guild, the DGA. Those contracts end on June 30th. So both unions have voiced their solidarity with the writers and have many of the same issues. So e if either of those unions go on strike, literally all production would cease until new contracts could be negotiated across the board. We're talking actors, movies, 
everything would would just poop out in Hollywood. So we wouldn't get talk about Star Trek. We wouldn't really get anything, which would suck. Um, well, I guess it depends. Like you know how how much new TV do you watch? I think that's a good question. I just think you know Paramount may have to wait to start until these new productions until you know the deals with the directors and the actors are done as well as the writers and um, I think it's probably going to go a lot longer than we anticipate and I I definitely think the section 31 movie may not happen but that's just uh, my two cents and that's been my review I guess not a review but just a breakdown of the strikes that's going on and the impact of it on the Star Trek family and the Star Trek universe for, for better terms and and how exactly what we can deal with so uh, fire up those beautiful beautiful DS9 rewatches and Voyager and TNG rewatches because we might not have anything new for a while and that's okay gosh I still have to catch up on Strange New Worlds Luna yeah I haven't watched any of it I think I've watched half season one so I definitely have to finish half of season one so we can watch our and get our reviews ready for season two. That's a plug for our Strange New World um, season two reviews that are be coming out uh, weekly when they start June 15th. But, Luna, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening, and I appreciate your patience and just flexibility you know with me kind of taking a couple weeks for vacation and just taking a break a little bit it's been great and and then coming back with an episode that isn't really super intense star trek you know but it's it's i think it's very important to us you know we're we're this is will definitely affect our uh our nerdum and our fandom and not only star trek but kind of across the board and all our other shows that we like so please keep a eye on the news as of right now on on May 25th, it's still going strong, and there's no uh, no end in sight. So we'll we'll stick and uh, support our WGA brothers and sisters. And no, Luna, we're not in any guild or anything. We're just raw dogging it. <laughs> we're raw dogging podcasting. I guess that's a it's a family show. It's okay. Anyway, um, as always, guys, please remember to check out www jasontalksmovies.wordpress.com for all fun and wonderful reviews that are movies and TV. So go check out his stuff. I know he's done, you know, Mandalorian, the Mario movie, a bunch of other stuff. So it's really funny. Go check it out. And as we wrap up, remember kind of what I mentioned at the top of the episode, prioritize that mental health. And as we wrap up today, second star of the right, straight on to morning. <laughs>